Live from beautiful Deer Valley, Arizona, you're listening to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. And this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender. Gold and silver is the way to go on this 14th day of May 2020 in the year of our Lord. And this show, you can find us at Patriot Radio News Hour all around the world. Brought to you by allamericangold.com. Updated daily with news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. You can call us at one 800 951 You can email us. You can uh, send up smoke signals. You can text. There's so many ways to get a hold of us that it's just crazy. I'm joined with President of Patriot Trading Group, fellow miscreant Joe Jaquint, and I'm Eric Cedarstrom. Good morning, Joe. How are you hey, doing? Hey, happy Thursday. Uh, one more day till it's Friday, and I know how much everybody looks forward to that. Uh, unfortunately, we had the uh, jobless, first-time unemployment jobless claims number was out again this morning. Another whopper. Uh, here's the good news. It was under $3 million. The bad news, barely under $3 million, 2.98 something something shubadaloo million uh the total now 36.5 million people have filed for unemployment claims in the last eight weeks if you believe that number then you have to believe the debt and deficit number that's a good because point the unemployment numbers are much higher even our own government admitted that late last week so hi how are you guys doing you know i woke up this morning tired and depressed i go yeah i and I realized I, the whole morning I thought it was Wednesday. I'm like, it's, it's too tired. It's too tired to be a, you know, a Wednesday. I just realized it was Thursday before we went on the air. I go, now I feel much better. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it to I Friday. Got, I got one more in me. I got one more in me. <laughs> oh, this show, you're listening live here in Phoenix, 1010 KXXT. Um, Family Values Radio, and we're also live on the mothership at... 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Uh, the news is just crazy. I mean, the equity markets are all over. They had President they had President Trump come on, and they tried to cue the great. Listen, no, nothing's changed. I mean, what you're watching, anything that shows up on a TV screen has all been pre-scripted, President included. So the Dow was down four or 500. They had the President on within 30 minutes. Now, remember, if you can bring a Dow back 400-something points in 30 minutes... You know, what took, at one point, 30 years. <laughs> That's a good point. It took 30 years for the Dow to go 500 points. That You know that somebody's, you know, manipulating things, obviously. But but our president, God bless Donald Trump, God bless the United States of America, he says 2021 is going to be one of the best economic years we've ever had. The economic rebound starting in the third quarter of this year will be the beginning of a transition that will result in one of the best economic years we've ever had in 2021, he said on the air this morning. I call it transition to greatness, Trump told Fox Business Maria Butteroma in an interview with Mornings with Maria. Oh, he did it yesterday, third quarter. That's the transition quarter. We're going to do... Well in the fourth quarter, and I think next year with all the stimulus and all the things we've done, I think we're going to have one of the best economic years we've ever had. So I can tell you one thing. We're going to have the most expensive economic years we've ever had. Again, I'm on the camp that that they're going to uh, nationalize and monetize everything from sea to shining sea. They don't have a choice. You know, we're already starting to see the subsidies that have put in place are now starting to fade. 
the stimulus. And I don't know what's happening with Nancy Pelosi because they're very quiet again. They've been very quiet all week. They were supposed to vote on this tomorrow. Listen, they can be quiet. Uh, it's going to get a lot louder because they're running out of time. Here's the reality. And, and, and it, I don't care what side you sit on. Like me, I, I'm, I'm one of the dying breeds of I'm a true fiscal conservative. I don't think we should have done any of this. Obviously, I don't think we should have shut down the economy, number one. Number two, I don't think we should bail anybody out. I mean, business is business. Either you can survive or you can't, and, and that's how it works. But having said that, the Republicans, the president, they can say what they want. Three trillion still isn't enough. Oh gosh, no. It's no. not enough. I'm sorry, and I know you read what the president's comments. Listen, if you believe that, uh, I I have a hard time believing. I, I, I there's no way when I look at these, when you're looking at one third of the S and P 500 is going to be filing bankruptcy in the next six months. Well, and that's the thing. We'll, we'll get to that as well later in the show about they're shoring up the bankruptcy courts right now. They're hiring. So if you're looking hey, yeah, for a job, a, so. I, it's going to be overwhelming what's going to happen there. So when you talk about the three trillion, they, they put it off now, right? Okay, well, we'll go another week. Is that week. what they've done? They're going to go another week. So, the Republicans aren't ready yet. Right, because Wall Street hasn't collapsed. we got to gotta, gotta get there. Right. Right, so I'm thinking right now. So the Dow's down about a hundred points, or wherever it is, a little over twenty three thousand. I'm thinking three thousand, three to four thousand more Dow points in should, a day should do it. They can get it in a day. They'll just be where's that? Where's that stimulus? They'll be running through the hallways, going, "Where's the stimulus? We need to sign it," so they can get on the air and save Wall Street. They always save Wall Street. That's right. Don't ever forget that, you kids playing along at home. You've got your decoder ring, the Patriot decoder ring. Okay, go to Z, X, Y. What does that spell? Bailout. (laughs) So here's what Trump said this morning. This is where they cued him. I'm sorry, I had yesterday's quotes. Um, He's supporting, President Donald Trump said today he supported the strong dollar. This was this morning. The U.S. dollar index extended its gains. Yes, it's great to have a strong dollar. Now, how do you have declining interest rates and strong currency? That's an oxymoron. Well, maybe I'm just a moron. Well, I don't even know what day it is. It is Thursday. We'll be back. I am dumber than a stick some days. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Eric Cedarstrom. Got Joe Jaquin here and Arlene out front. Uh, doorbells ringing, people coming and going. It's, uh, well, it's quite lively around here. I was going into the break talking about the president and his comments this morning on the strong dollar. Said he supported a strong dollar. Now that has changed because he wanted a weak dollar for trade. And I'm going to let me finish the article here. So the U.S. dollar index is up today. It's at uh, 100. So, I mean, when we had $1,900 gold, we had a dollar index at uh, 70, 77 or something, something. like that. It, so, it was in the mid-70s. So they're, they're, they're playing with that. So, But the president said it's a great time to have a strong dollar. Everybody wants to be in the dollar because we kept it strong. I kept it strong, he said in an interview on Fox Business. The dollar index today extended its gains. On Wednesday, the head of the U.S. Central Bank closely watched speech, which they hated about negative rates said there's a sense growing, a sense, I think, that the recovery may come more slowly than we would like, Powell said. 
making a direct appeal for Congress to do more to address the crisis, a.k.a. $3 trillion stimulus Friday. At the same time, he said negative interest rates are not something that we're considering. Trump today told Television Network that he could live both ways regarding the dollar's strength. He said he supported it for now. From a trade standpoint, and again, we're supposed to have a sovereign president who wants a strong dollar. It's the globalists that want to give this country away that collapse the U.S. dollar. But he said from a standpoint, it's tougher. But from a country standpoint and an inflation standpoint, you don't have inflation if you have a strong dollar. And you don't have any problems, he said. And right now, it's good to have a strong dollar. Right now, a strong dollar is a great thing. Uh, I'm going to just tell you right now. That's all. Call right now. Because here's a man who's been uh, the president now for three and a half years, been running for you know close to five years, talking about wanting a weak dollar. And all of a sudden, this morning, he's telling you strong dollar. Yeah, something's up. Now listen to that. Trump, well, yeah. and, and gold's up big today. Apparently, strong dollar means big gold. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So, again, this is how we knew markets were going to trade. Get ready. This is the new normal. Nothing makes any sense. Trump previously, of course, called on the Fed to push rates into negative territory, which is a way to limit dollar strength, yeah. a.k.a. weaken the dollar. I, I think what happened, this is just my guess, is Treasury Secretary Mnuchin, a.k.a. Goldman Sachs, okay, sat down with the president yesterday and, and brought out the, the charts and the graphs and said, here's what's going to happen to J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and all the rest of them if we have a negative interest rates, and that's going to be the end of the dollar, Mr. President. Now, I don't want you people rushing out and buying gold before I do this next article. But you would be smart to get shirts, tennis shoes, clothing, computers, uh, car parts, anything that you need I would stack up on. Just, just get as much as you can. Because Trump said in an interview this morning that he, we have a very good relationship with China. It's all Trump this morning. But he says we could cut the whole relationship off immediately with the Asian nation. If you did, what would happen? You'd save $500 billion if you cut off the whole relationship. I, I said this for years. I said to other countries also, China is not the only country ripping us off. And NATO, we were defend Europe for nothing. By the way, essentially nothing. I was able to get them to pay hundreds of billions of dollars more. Meanwhile, China could have stopped the coronavirus pandemic at its source, said Trump, adding that he doesn't know if the decision was made to allow that to happen, but it's more likely got out of control. So anyway, the, the, the war drums are beating and the rhetoric. But to cut off China, okay, now just stop thinking about this. The Long Beach ports are closed, all right? Everything, you think the food and meat sections are empty at Walmart now and the grocery stores, there would be nothing left. This is what people don't understand. We gave it all away, not some of it, not pieces, all of it. Somehow we're going to have to repatriate all this, and the only person that's going to do it is President Trump. You know what? He took a shot at uh, Biden. I don't know if you've seen the new commercials about how Biden's, uh, you know, so dis disheveled. And, you know, it's no secret. He says all these stupid things. And, <laughs> you know, it's no secret. But you know what? The elitists want that. That's the kind of president that we want. Let me let me remind you, the, the previous largest stimulus ever, uh, fool me once, shame on you, uh, fool me 
twice. Shame on I forget. Shame on me. Shame on me. No, no. George Bush. Remember he got it wrong. Oh yeah, he got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> w got it wrong. Not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but very easily. You know, I kept some of the old Wall Street Journal uh, front pages that had. You know, all those guys in the bailouts and the tarps and Neil Cash Carry, and they were on the front page of every newspaper, and there was Bush in the middle because they could get him to sign anything. That's why President Trump, you know, has run a business. He understands. You know, you should look at things and go, well, why am I signing this? Nah. Yeah, well, that's what I they said. I, want, I firmly believe there was a big meeting last night because they had to convince the president okay mr president we can't do this weak dollar thing because you're going to kill all of the banks right speaking of killing the banks uh warren buffett he's losing faith in the united states billionaire warren buffett has dumped a substantial amount of us bank corp so berkshire hathaway uh dumped some ungodly amount of of shares He's now only owns 10% or something, but uh, I think his total shares. Sorry, my computer is a lot of A lot of selling out of Brookshire. And that just tells you uh, very much, you know, we talked about Stanley Drunkenmiller. We talked about David Tepper. We talked about uh, Jeff Gunlatch and all these, the, the real smart guys in the room talking about the overvaluations in the equity markets. And really, you got to put Warren Buffett in there. Warren Buffett won't say it like that. But he says it when all he's doing is selling and not buying. Because, uh, you know, Warren's favorite trick is I buy really good companies that right. are extremely undervalued. And right now, uh, he's not buying anything. Well, he sold 497,786 shares of U.S. Bancorp. <laughs> wow. So, of course, U.S. Bank closed yesterday. At twenty nine forty five, down fifty percent for the year. Wells Fargo took a big hit as well, and I think really I do, and, and I'm almost certain. I, I I'll I'll try to look it up. I don't know if I'll get to it, but I believe uh, the bounce back today. Bank shares were under huge pressure uh, this morning, and I believe the president is trying to. Uh, alleviate that with his comments about the dollar and dropping the negative interest rate thing. Oh, it was a cue the deer all the yeah. way. Oh, yeah, story. absolutely. So they had the president queued up. They had the puns protection. And, and I, I and I, and truly, I truly believe this because they've been trying to give you the baloney about how well capitalized the banks are, and it's it's different this time, and it can't be different when ten percent of everybody with a mortgage isn't paying. It can't be different when I don't even know what the commercial loan non-payments are. Uh, what, 20%, 30% of people not paying? It can't be different. And I, and I think someone was telling the president, hey, we better watch out here because we're, we may have a problem in one of these banks sooner than, than we want to if you keep doing what you're doing. Well, they wrote, without more aid, individuals at U.S. bankruptcy courts are going to be facing a tsunami of filings not only from average Americans, but companies as well. This will clog up the system, which is why many experts are calling on Congress to shore up the bankruptcy courts with more judges, more funding, and more employees. But it's a first priority should be shoring up individuals, obviously, for whom bankruptcy is seen as the last resort. So the uh, the first stimulus money, obviously, is... And, and they haven't even handed it all out. This is the point they're making. Now, they're able somehow to get control of the equity markets, which looked extremely dismal an hour ago. I mean, an hour ago, we were heading into economic Armageddon. 
Somehow they've waved a magic wand. Gold didn't buy it. Gold's really starting to Gold's at the up. high of the day right now. Yeah. Gold's up $28.1745. Silver having a nice day, up almost 50 cents now. Uh, $16.11 right now. Uh, the U.S. debt clock took another leap forward this morning. Uh, now $25.2 trillion, So we've, well, $25 trillion, $220 billion. Uh, I mean, we just passed $25 trillion what a week and a half ago and and now we've added another 200 billion on top of that uh it's a lot of money coming out right now a lot you know it's weird to think that uh what was it three weeks ago that oil was trading at negative 37 dollars a barrel i mean this is 26 bucks today yeah that's a pretty big but but here's the problem at 26 dollars it's still not viable yeah not viable we can't get it out of the ground here. You can't right. You can't. Frack that's it. what I'm saying. You can't frack it. You can't shale it at twenty six dollars. You think somebody with a sense of humor actually opened up a company called Frick's Fracking? <laughs> Frickin' frack. Frickin' frack fracking. Boy, we better be careful. <laughs> I'm like one syllable away here from getting kicked off the air. So yeah, the the oil thing. Of course, now top U.S. commodity markets regulators are warning exchanges and brokerages. <laughs> that they should be prepared for extreme volatility in pricing. And, and what they're saying to them is sell all your contracts that you don't plan on taking delivery and do it right now. Do not wait because it'll just have will have that same effect again. The U.S. Commodities Future Trading Commission, the federal agency overseeing F- the FTC futures and options trading, sent a letter dated yesterday that exchange operators and brokerages need to consider their internal risk controls and protect markets from manipulation. Uh, Notice comes uh, before next week's expiration of the U.S. West Texas here we go again, intermediate crude delivery contract for June. Get out now. So it's, it's, what, the middle of May. They're kind of letting everybody know, hey, listen, you wait till next week, that may be too late. Yeah, you might want to head for the exits now. What's interesting in the picture, they have a picture of steel, oil, copper tubing, gold bars, silver bars, and an ear of corn. Well, corn, they're worried about corn right now that uh, we're going to have huge, huge stockpiles. you got to remember the gasoline, corn gets a lot of corn use in that as well. That's another commodity. Uh, and again, right, we have this strange, uh, uh, you know, what are we going to have? Depressionary, deflationary, or are we going to have skyrocketing prices? And it's almost like it's a mixed bag. we got... Half the prices are collapsing. The other half of the prices are, are skyrocketing out of control. It's it's crazy. Again, I told you, this is just, just be ready for unprecedented times. Now, if the gold futures expire at negative $30.67, um, then I would say you probably – I won't do any more broadcasts because – Obviously, you'll be casting your gold and silver into the streets. The seals will have broken, and the horsemen of the apocalypse will have saddled up. So if that happens, if we're here on the air and they go, gold is now worth nothing, just throw it into the streets, it's all over. Some people think the seals have been broken. The Book of Revelations, which I'm not an expert on by any means, but uh, the pandemic is certainly... uh, you know what's interesting? In California, you can get booze and pot, but you can't go to church. Whoa. How about that? So, See, I don't like when you do stuff like that. Yeah. You think you think God might be a tad bit upset 
there's only 30 million people, 30 million heathens. So, I'm sorry. one 800 Let's check in on Boeing sales. Imagine if you were at Boeing. You know, it is amazing. It's a government-subsidized liberal union organization, and they've run it completely right. into the ground. Now, most of their work are still furloughed, but they said, hey, no, we're going to get ready to start making stuff again for the month of April. I believe it was the second month in a row they had zero orders. Imagine a sales chart. So, you know, like, all right, I got my grease board. Okay, we're having a sales meeting. All the airplane guys, you know. (laughs) What do I got to do to put you in this 737 today, sir? Coffee for closers. (laughs) You guys aren't getting any coffee. (laughs) My watch is worth more than your car. So, and he got, here's last month's sales. (laughs) Straight to nothing. You can't even draw an arrow because they sold nothing in April. At all, and they sold nothing the month before that. Not Sales only, are zero. Not only that, they had 108 cancellations. Oh, really? They were negative, negative 108. Negative sales rates have set in at Boeing. Don't worry, you're still going to subsidize all the employees making 80 bucks an hour. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. Let me tell you about a rare unanimous decision by the U.S. Supreme Court on a controversial redistricting issue. Every 10 years, we have a national census, as required by the Constitution, and congressional districts must be redrawn to reflect the shifting and growing population. Texas added 4 million new residents in the 2010 census, entitling it to four new seats in Congress. The Texas legislature redrew its districts to comply with the new census, but its work was then challenged in federal court in Texas. In an example of judicial activism, the court replaced the legislature's work with its own, giving Democrats a net gain of about five congressional seats. Texas appealed quickly to the U.S. Supreme Court, which reversed the lower court's decision. The Supreme Court held that the lower court should have deferred far more to the legislature-drawn maps. The most significant part of the Supreme Court's decision, in addition to rejecting judicial activism, was how it expressly repudiated the concept of minority coalition districts that was approved by the lower court. A minority coalition district combines two different minorities, such as Hispanics and African Americans, in order to make the sum of their populations a majority of the district. Because Hispanics and blacks typically vote for Democrats, the real effect of forming minority coalition districts would be to expand the number of Democratic majority districts. The Voting Rights Act allows and even requires the creation of black majority districts based on a theory of discrimination against that specific minority group. In tossing out the judge-drawn maps, the Supreme Court properly closed the door against politicized minority coalition redistricting. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. In 2016, the conservative movement lost one of our strongest leaders, but Mrs. Schlafly's work and her voice continue through this radio program. 
our work in Washington, and the influence you have in your own community. Be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. We encourage you to bookmark phyllisschlafly.com. And join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Collar of a man. He came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands. He was backwards, backwards, use words like no, sir. Yes, ma'am, back. Patriot Radio News Hour continues in its 25th year. Thanks for tuning in. I can't take credit for all of it. I took four years off. They dusted me off, and I'm back. So, yeah, they can't sell any 737 Max planes, so the orders have just been zero. I don't know what they do with them. I mean, what they got ads on TV. Hi, I'm Bob at Boeing's used plane lot. We got 737s down here like new. This one's only got three, 2018s, only got three hours on it before we grounded. Bring the kitties and the little pilots down. We've got lots of peanuts and pretzels that we used to hand out. We don't do that anymore. How about that? I mean, what are they going to do with them? They got to be somewhere. I've seen. Maybe we can have like instead of the used car auction, right? We could have the uh, gently used plane auction. They do fly it through the barn. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? I got three million, three and a half million now. Four said four. <laughs> I don't know. It's a mess, and then it's a mess. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but you know what? They did it themselves. I was here. I chronicled it for you when Boeing left SeaTac because of labor costs. And the whole thing was just be getting overrun in Washington, the most liberal state. They're like, yes, guess what? They went up in the air and announced their new headquarters in Chicago. Of all places. Of all places. Right. That's how smart this is. Right. This is what I'm saying. You don't move to Chicago to cut costs. Right. Do you have a factory there? You go to there? Texas or you go to Arizona. You go to Florida. You don't go to Chicago. Right. They did it for, for, for stimulus, well, bailout, government funded. Now, again... Legitimately, Boeing builds a lot of fighter planes, right? Well, so, they, they have other contracts. Besides. Obviously, commercial aviation is their big one, uh, but they do do other things, yes. Is that who builds our fighter, or is it Lockheed? Yeah, well, Lockheed has fighter, but Boeing does some of that. Boeing also does satellites and, and other things uh, with the Defense Department, so it's not just commercial. But let's face it, without the commercial airplane division, yeah, Boeing. I remember doing exist. the show, yes, they announced in the air. Yeah. That are they didn't know or the plane took off with all the executives out of SeaTac. They were going to show SeaTac. Right. You know, we're showing you Washington. Right. right. This is where now then they Washington State. Right. They became a whole new globalist company. Okay. Did they have any you know plane hangers in Chicago O'Hare? Oh no. 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 Nope. Build anything there? No. Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh-uh. No. We're going globalist. Had they announced it on the ground, the entire uh, aerospace union would have beat the crap out of. <laughs> There he is. Yeah, they get him, boys. The plane would have burnt on the tarmac. <laughs> so I mean, you know, that was the new globalist. Was it? And that was that, and that's America. That was in the height of NAFTA and GATT. So now the Boeing planes are built in gazillion different countries, and, and they just glue them all together now in Seattle and in uh, South Carolina. They right don't work. Now. They don't work. Nobody ever said it. You know me. I'm a right wing nut job, wacko tin foil nation. That the uh, the Chinese did all the electronics in them and might have purposely took them out so uh, they don't work. And, I, I, and I'm going to say this to you. Another reason they don't work, right, the software problem. Right. All, all of that software was farmed out to India, to coders and developers Cheapest that don't know anything about aerospace at all. Matter of fact... You can't find anybody in charge of Boeing that's actually an aerospace engineer. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I mean, 
They're, they're run by bankers. Run by bankers and, you know, globalists. It's not working. They're done. Now are we going to bail them out? I said, don't worry. You know, the $80 well, an hour well, job. sold a bunch all... of bonds. They got, they, they right. loaded up. They were, they've executed the debt market. For a while. For a while. We'll see. If this continues, the only way to get rid of this virus, I hate to tell you, is you, everybody's just going to have to get it. It's the only way. And I'm not a doctor. I, I don't know. And I know the president <laughs> tried to say that, oh, no, we're closing in on a, uh, on a vaccine. It's not happening. Well, if you're a year and a half from now and everybody, we got to lock down the economy and everything again. The whole thing starts all over. I read a, a, a story, which I agreed with, that when 70% of the country has had it, that the virus will have nowhere to go. If, in fact, and it's a big if, well, well, at that if, point, in fact, that you actually gain immunity, once you've had it. Yeah, at, at so. that point, does it just turn into all the other flus where right. it's still out there, but, it, you know, 30,000 people are going to die from it? Right. That's what it turns into, which is what it is anyway. Because you build what up always. that immunity to it. So just some people just don't fare well. So as U.S. states now start to ease coronavirus lockdowns, one group has warned that its troubles are worsening without enough financial support. Renters. All these companies are getting bailouts. We need a bailout, too, said Sammy Borma, a chef and Uber driver in the Washington area. By the way, Uber passed a uh, government policy, no passengers or drivers without masks. What? So, yeah, if you don't have one, you can't get in the cab. So, instead, the guy was talking to the Uber driver, said he's a 47-year-old father. Um, He has not paid his monthly rent now of $1,800 a month. Uh, now he's two months behind in Alexandria, Virginia, but th- that's not the only issue. In the meantime, you know you've got to look at the landlords and the people. They did a study that the what goes into the pocket of a landlord after their expenses and costs and mortgages are nine percent a year is what they make on a rental, which is what is considered a, a good ROI. Um, so you've got forty-three million households in the United States are renters. According to the National Family Housing Council, 43 million. 43 million. Half of the renters by mid-April were already uh, behind paying for their housing. What? So, half. So, over 20 million? Yep. Wow, I have not seen that number. You know, they, they keep throwing the mortgage people up. Now I know why. That's a much lower number, right? When I say 10% of the people with the mortgage aren't paying, okay, you're like, oh, that could be worse. But if I say... 50% of the renters aren't paying. That's a scary number. Well, and here's the issue again. So, you know, the, the current housing crisis is unprecedented in recent decades. So, say, if the level of cohesion is inspired across the country, people who have been in housing for the past 50 years, the impact that most of us can remember is the 08-09 crisis. But non-payment of rent can have serious ripple effect. Industry groups have warned, including negatively effective tenant credit histories, potentially making it harder for them to rent again. and uh, But what nobody's talking about is this is going to bankrupt property owners. It's going to create many more problems than not bailing the people out will solve. It's going to be so, very, very interesting to see what happens uh, with the Airbnb rentals. It's going to be very interesting to see uh, you know, what happens with a lot of these Wall Street big banks created subsidiaries that rent hundreds and thousands of homes and then you've got the small guys right the little guy maybe i've got one or two rental properties it's going to be i don't know how all of that's going to shake out that's all middle class people and they're not getting anything 
So here you got the squad telling people, don't pay your rent. Yeah. Right? But, you know, if you don't own Don't pay two, your rent. Don't go back to work. If you own two or three rental houses um, and nobody's paying, you've got mortgages on them, now you're going to go under. So I don't know. Now, of course, can you do it? The lawsuits that can pile up. Do you have any idea the lawsuits that are coming? So you're in a bankruptcy court. You've got four rental homes. You're all behind. Your cash flow stopped. Nobody's paying you. They're trying to foreclose on you. You're in the bankruptcy court going, I'm going to sue the governor because they shut down my restaurant my business. They told the, they literally asked for blue laws for rent moratoriums here in the state of Arizona. So there's the lawsuit. I'm file it against the state of Arizona for any right. damage. I could have got rid of that guy and got a guy that could pay, but you wouldn't let me. Right. So it's just getting started. Is this fun or what? second or third gear i'm a i'm an allison six speed so when i get up and going usually it's friday <laughs> getting high gear on friday you know i still think that there's going to be when when some semblance of normalcy and the virus the evil white shark is gone and uh, we have to get back that they're going to have to adjust social security and get rid of the old boomers get rid of us and get us out of the way so because right now the older workers of course are getting hit the hardest. So they said they're usually the they're first to go. First to go because they make more. Make the last, more money, the, yeah. the last that, yeah. that get brought back. And, and, and it is what it is, right? You can sit here and you can look at it all. And just like I, I suspected, I took a quick look. J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo, Discover, all the financials are rallying now on the... Uh, the president trying to steer trying away to now. Yeah, hold the dollar together type thing. Gold seeing right through it. A huge up day here in in the gold market. No, uh, this is the Eric Sears from School of Finance. Everything's every, going up. Everything. I don't care up. what it is. Take a pick at it. You think gold or you think any oil or anything's expensive? Try to get a pair of tennis shoes if Trump shuts I mean, down China. We're at this point now where the vast majority of states now have started reopening some things right some are farther along than others uh but even california now right they're they're trying to walk back everything because people have had enough the problem is uh in arizona and i've got some friends that are in the restaurant industry and, and i'll just tell you monday they were all optimistic was a pretty good day tuesday wednesday huge steps backwards and now they're all doing exactly what i told you if you've got a third to half of the people that are saying you know what i'm just too afraid to go out there they're not going to make it eric they're just not going to make it well we'll see what happens so the new normal now will the will they shut down or will the government subsidize them the government in my opinion needs to subsidize it all so they don't have a choice so they don't it's just going to happen well, at this happen. point what's the difference well, there right? is no difference why might as well look I'm so far right I'm coming around the list. I mean we went so. from like I don't know twenty trillion to thirty trillion in about a year and a half, right? Why what's another ten throw another ten at it? So right? I mean why they're not? never gonna pay it anyway. I mean if it was like God, you know, our debt's almost a trillion, you know, if we really buckled out, we could get it. But you know, in Trump's mind, I think, you know, ultimately he's asking for negative rates. Now he quieted that down and they brought the Dow back four or five hundred points today with his with his dollar comments, but uh, but in reality, you know, if, if in fact they could go negative enough, you know, of course no one will buy them, but 
technically there'd be no interest on the debt. Now, can they roll it over? But I don't know if you can roll the, it over other, at negative the rates. The other problem nobody's talking about, the central bank. Okay, Now, we don't know what the new number is. What are the, at least $8 trillion. Okay, They own $8 trillion worth of U.S. treasuries. Feds, the feds. The feds. Right. The central bank, the treasuries, and the mortgage backs. And all, all, what happens to them? I mean, are they going to start taking huge losses? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how this works I don't know how it works. So the only thing left is gold. The only thing left is gold. So the government says, we're buying all the gold. That's the new, that worked. You know, they didn't steal it from you. When they recalled gold, you know, 33 for 100 years, a $20 bill and a $20 gold piece were interchangeable. And a funny thing started happening. All the gold, the, the gold, the $20 gold started vanishing. The $20 bills were everywhere. So they said, we'll give you $20, and you ready for this one? This is the same guy that sells used Boeings. Uh, $20, and would you believe, 67 cents in silver and copper. What? 67 cents at the height of the Great Depression? A lot of people went and turned into you. You believe how stupid this government is? Giving us $20.67 for a $20 gold piece? They're not very smart. Those fools! Of course, after they got it all... Then they made it thirty-five dollars, <laughs> and then the foreign governments. Can you believe these idiots? They're going to give us thirty-five dollars for these twenty-dollar gold pieces, and they flooded, flooded us with their gold pieces. Oh, that's crazy. And so. then all of a sudden, after World War II ended, those same governments who are thinking we are idiots to do it started demanding all that gold back. And that's the issues you still have going on today. That they were able, you know, these countries, these small countries, and you know, there's such a gold shortage that it's just ridiculous. And you know that uh, the nice thing is, though, wherever God was very intelligent, wherever He created gold, He created rumors. <laughs> <laughs> he just put it right there with it. So, you know, China's been buying. China's still been running commercials now since they've been industrialized. They encourage. Believe it or not, the communist nation, they encourage their citizenry. They run gold commercials. Buy gold. They want the Chinese citizenry to have gold. There's a reason. Well, A, they'll take it. They won't pay for it. They'll just kill the people. But it also it puts more gold in their country. Here in America, people way too stupid to do that. Way too stupid. I mean, the percentage of people that have a U.S. $20 gold piece in today's society in America is just un unprecedentedly low most people never see one ever own one you know they may be on television but never certainly never hold one that's an opportunity that you have that's what we do how long will this keep going how long you be able to do it it's merely speculation i'm still of the belief that they could exonerate the entire u.s coinage i'm not talking about you know five hundred thousand dollar carson city you know collectible uh u.s gold pieces but just all the material that we handle could be easily exonerated in hours. I mean, hours. Just can't get it. So we've seen a couple bits and pieces of that. But it's so interesting, too, that Wall Street is what triggers the panics. So if the stock market's not crashing, nothing gets done. Stock market's down 3,000. Good good line. Good. You can't get a line through here. And it's not just us. It's the whole industry. And the suppliers don't answer their phones. But yet, Wall Street stock ownership in America is the smallest percentage per household in the history of the country since they invented the exchange. So nobody has it, but yet somehow it's this great power meter. I don't get it. 
people standing in line to get toilet paper. Why? Because the stock market's crashing. Do you have any stocks? No! (laughs) But I need toilet paper. That I know. Crazy, man. It is the biggest conundrum anywhere. We'll sit here and chronicle it for you on a daily basis. Try to help you out and hypothesize a way to... We're all going to get through this together. Good Lord willing. Maybe we're not. I'll be back. Final segment. Well, if you're scratching your head trying to figure out what's really going on, you're not alone. So I uh, henceforth ergo the following story. Mortgage applications from home buyers jump 11% despite despite the rise in mortgage rates. So mortgage rates ticked up. They're like a 3, 2, 6 or something. They ticked up a tenth of a percent or 1, 100th or whatever it is. So I don't know. Go figure that out. So there's still no homes on the market because people living in them aren't going anywhere. And obviously you don't want to put your house on the market when you're quarantined in. So Goldman sucks. Economists have revised their forecast to reflect a gloomier outlook for the U.S. labor market. Uh, Duh. They're now calling the unemployment rate will peak at 25%. Now, if they report 25, then you got to know that it's 35 or 40 when you take in small business. We're staring down at 50 million people not working. Hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine that 3 out of 10 homes aren't working. So, man. Something that we've never seen ever in, in my age. I mean... Unless it's, you know, it's, they're retired or something, but uh, people that want to work, let me put it that way. Then they have a picture. If you want to go into an Apple store on the front of the Wall Street Journal today, uh, they're going to check your health. <laughs> so they got a guy with a temporal scanner. Let me tell you right now, that's the one employee I don't want to be. Right. The right. guy doing that. But you know what? Think about now, if you want to go to work before they'll let you in, that you have to do the temporal scanner thing. Now, remember when you were a kid and you wanted to fake a fever? Now, you kids were lucky. <laughs> you had blow dryers. We didn't even have blow dryers. I had to take a towel and rub it on my forehead for 10 minutes and time it right when my mom came in so I could get out of going to school. So how many people are going to have you know the blow dryers before they get their scan so they can get the day off? So I don't know. Oh, $20 gold, Joe? Silver? What's the uh, $10 gold pieces today. Oh. So, yeah, we haven't had 10s in, in a while. Uh, tell you what we're going to do. U.S. $10 Liberty gold pieces. Uh, we're going to cut 25 bucks a coin off. 1050 for a U.S. $10 Liberty gold piece today at 800 951 By the way, I have... Three quarter bags of quarters left. Uh, silver shot up almost fifty cents an ounce today. I'm leaving the price forty two hundred dollars. Now there's a on buy. a quarter bag of quarters. You get a thousand quarters, forty two hundred bucks delivered. So if you want some silver, we've got that uh, on the gold side. The ten dollar libs uh, at a thousand and fifty dollars a piece at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Well, buy us, uh, call us, collect, call us direct, text us, as I said at the beginning of the hour, yeah. to do anything you want. Uh, gold's up 28 bucks, 1745 Silver is up $0.50, cents, uh, $16.18 to the ounce. The Dow uh, up 100 points uh, after being down almost uh, 500, apparently. Uh, 
We're back to strong dollar. They did. They did a good job saving this whole thing today. But again, you got uh, the Dow up uh, half a percent and gold up one and a half percent. So this again is the Secretariat race. It's outrunning sham, and uh, it's just what's going to happen. Get ready. There's no way to hand. There's no way. Study your history books. Study what you know about economics and supply and demand. And when you create more supply of anything, it loses its value. And they're going to do it. I'll tell you who's upset. We didn't even get to it. Nancy Pelosi, her $3 trillion stimulus bill went out the window when they saved the Dow Jones this morning. So that won't get anything done this week. So, All right. That's it. Tomorrow, Jack Daniels Friday. Drink along with Eric. Boy, I'm looking forward to it. We make it that far. Good Lord willing. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, take care of you.